Dramatic intro starting in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. It's the Sean Sullivan Shiza Show. Right, let's get going. Fire it up. That's good. I kind of like that. T-G-I-F. Yeah. Woo! Woo! You almost made it. You're slowly crawling towards the finish line. I hope I make it. Here we go. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. Today, our topic is women. Let's talk about women. It's a dangerous subject, especially if you're a man. And if you're a smart one, you don't do it on a podcast when you are in a relationship. But I'm going to stick my toes in the deep end of that pool and tinkle them around while piranhas are swimming below and see if I don't get bit. This is where you insert that scene of the old guy shelling walnuts on his front porch, shaking his head. And, I always knew that boy was stupid. Stupid. He's got rocks in his head. And why would you want to go and do a foolish thing like that? Do you walk up to a beehive and start poking it with a stick? And think you're not going to get stung? Son? This is also where the lady's radar goes up of what is he about to say? I'm going to get really angry, Tom. This better not be one of those kind of podcasts. Uh, no. My whole side, my angle, is love for women. I love the women. The women. Graceful gazelles. Dancing across the plains, driving us insane. This has historically been my reaction when seeing a beautiful woman. And uh, that's not the way to react, boys. That's not the way to behave. Start running around with your tongue out and smacking yourself in the head with a frying pan. Uh, yeah, it's not a good look. And uh, nor is the, hey, go talk to her, the, the junior, you know, the old buzzer. No, 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 can't do it. But you women, oh, oh, the power, the power you have over us. Ugh, isn't it horrible? To be a guy, it is horrible to be around you women because you have all the power. You have it all. It's in your fingertips. It's in your legs. It's everywhere. And 98% of us are powerless to it. We can't do anything. It's like a kryptonite. Just, uh, we take out the trash, honey, and you're just like, oh, I don't feel like it. And then you bat the eyes. Oh, but maybe there's in something in it for you later. And you're like, really? All right. And then uh, later comes around, by the way, boys, sometimes they pull the rug out. You know, it's like, hey, how's it going over there? And they're like. And you're great at changing moods. We could be so upset. And, uh, it, you know, it could be, uh, Fernando, damn it. How many times do I tell you? Stop dressing the mannequins like they're Liberace. This isn't the Tropicana. We're not in Vegas. And then all of a sudden. Hi, madam. How may I help you? Welcome to Bob's House of Slacks. Oh, yes. Right over here, madam. And will there be anything else? Might I show you the cute Italian restaurant with a fantastic wine selection right around the corner? I believe it's brunch time over there. Do Italian restaurants have brunch? I might have just messed up that bit. I don't know. In other news this week, uh, I think it was Monday. I just found out yesterday that R. Lee Ermey passed away. He was in a full metal jacket. He played the sergeant. And uh, I've often wanted to use some of the clips from that movie and, and interweave them with some uh, inspiring music in the morning when I jog. 
Um, to give you an idea, this, these are some of the gems. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the movie. Some guys are. Here's a little snippet of what I would love to, um, and I'm probably going to do this now, uh, interweave with, because I'll like have, uh, you know, the music from Rocky or something when I'm running in the morning, like, uh, you can make it. Come on. Climb that mountain. Getting higher. Like, whatever. Uh, but Having this guy scream in your ear when you feel like your legs can't move anymore, I think is a good idea. In fact, I think I just came out with the perfect workout thing. I now need to go license his voice screaming and then intermix it with uh, some positive, uplifting tunes. So here's a little uh, clip of him for you all. What is that? What the fuck is that? Jelly donut? Sir, yes, sir. How did it get here? Sir, I took it from the mess hall, sir. Is Chow allowed in the barracks, private pile? Sir, no, sir. Are you allowed to eat jelly donuts, private pile? Sir, no, sir. And why not, private pile? Sir, because I'm too heavy, sir. Because you are a disgusting fat body, private pile. Sir, yes, sir. Then why did you hide a jelly donut in your footlocker, private pile? Sir, because I was hungry, sir. Because you were hungry. <laughs> oh he's so great uh so rest in peace uh luckily his work will live on um i didn't know him personally but i really enjoyed him screaming at people and fat shaming them so rest in peace uh by the way when i talk about uh, jogging in the morning that probably hasn't happened in uh i don't know months that's our little secret but whenever I think about jogging, I'm like, hey, I should make that tape. And then I go sit down at the computer and start making a tape. And then I go somewhere else and to YouTube. And then I don't run at all. And then the next morning, I think about doing it again. Hey, I should go run. Yeah, but it's cold outside. So, and my toes are warm under these blankets. <laughs> I just realized I said make a tape at your computer. Like that is even possible. Make a tape? Shit, I don't think you can even make a CD at your computer anymore. Uh, yeah, make a tape. Wow. Whew. Wow. There's people out there that don't even know what a tape is. That's what's crazy. I remember those things. And they'd be like, on the road again, playing a great song, and then... Starts getting all... No, no, no! Trying to eject and save it. Then where's the pencil so I can rewind it? <laughs> I also just realized I said a great song and I'm doing on the road again. Is that Willie Nelson? Uh, not one I would categorize. Nothing wrong with it, but I wouldn't really categorize that as a great song. Maybe it is. Somebody out there probably just screeched the brakes and pulled the car over to the side of the road, and they're like huffing and puffing. And, uh, I'm not driving for I'm not going anywhere till he apologizes for that. That was uncalled for. You do not insult the Mr. Nelson. Um, I apologize. Like I said, maybe it's a great song. It's... Uh, I've hummed it from time to time, not on purpose, um, maybe on purpose, I don't know. Maybe when I was uh, on the road again, just can't wait to get those Cheetos again. Gonna add some more skin to my thighs, and then tomorrow I'll eat another box of fries. It's moments like that where I go, wow, I'm a songwriter. How did I miss my calling? Okay, let's get back to the topic at hand. The topic, the topic at hand, which was women. <whistles> yeah, them dames. You know, if it wasn't for 
What can you imagine? Let's think about that for a moment. Just stop and ponder. A planet with no women. Do it right now in the middle of the 405. Just stop and ponder that thought. Uh, even if an officer comes up eventually and starts tapping on the glass, and you just slowly roll it down, and he's, uh, what are you doing? Uh, I'm stopping and I'm pondering what the planet would be like without women. You got a problem with that? Oh, you do. Oh, no, stun gun, not necessary. And there was no way to kill yourself. Like, you couldn't just, you know what? This is all dudes. I'm out of here. Wiener Fist, uh, <laughs> Wiener Fest 2018. Nope, I'm out. Uh, there was no way to kill yourself except by natural causes. So then I would be like, okay, well, I'm going to go build a dam in the middle of the desert and hope the heat takes me. What would we do with ourselves? There would have to be cars, for sure. Just everybody would be building like the biggest, most outrageous hot rods like they were in uh, Mad Max or something. And, uh, you know, everybody would be really pissed off. There'd be no happy people. Damn it, Steve, stop leaving the seat down on the toilet. Damn it. Oh, make me so mad. Probably a lot of sports and a lot of crying. But um, not around each other because, you know, guys, we don't cry around each other. Can't do that. It's like when you're watching a movie and you start tearing up, right, guys? Got to be the tough guy. I'm not going to let it get to me. And then every now and then uh, the girl, look, is he sniffling? Is that a tear? What? Why do they have to be so mean to him, though? <laughs> it's not nice. Normally, I'm fine with this kind of thing. I don't know what's to... Today, then, you know, I've already had people yelling at me in the bus. It's just all added up. It's not in the movie. Plus, I got, I got something in my eye. I think it's dust. You really need dust in here. The worst is if a cartoon gets you, right? Little drawings running around and tears are going down your cheeks. I only laugh because because I've, I've been there. Yeah. Woo! So, somebody probably just jumped in their seat right now and they're like just got the frown looking at the wherever the sound is coming from in their car. Like, did he really have to do that? Was that necessary? By the way, I am one of those guys who is um, very immature. No. I'm mature, but I like to act like a kid. So I like to kid. I like to kid. Uh, so if I know a sound like that um, may annoy you, I'll spring it. Only because I know I might be able to get you to laugh afterwards. Angela. Um, <laughs> he said my name! <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm laughing to myself because... Uh, Angela has been telling everybody on the planet to go listen to this thing. Um, she's very proud. God love her. She is fantastic. What a sweetheart. And I'm a lunatic, and she puts up with me, which is very nice of her. You know what's weird is now I have that song stuck in my head. Like a band of gypsies, we go down the highway. We're the best of friends. Some of these lyrics in some of these songs like you know that's probably not a true statement like all those people are really true friends in that car maybe they just got shoved together or maybe they're family and they're just like i don't want to be here i don't want to take this trip to grandma's this is crap i want to stay home with my friends and play xbox these are the things i think about while listening to people's songs 
By the way, getting back to movies that'll make you cry, we watched that Coco movie, and we were laughing because we heard a newscaster, and she said, that movie made me cry three times. We were laughing. <laughs> three times. The cartoon made her cry three times. Uh, it made us cry three times, too, in three specific areas. So look for them. Uh, other movies that will historically make me cry. Um, shit. Here we go. He just had a mind blank. He was thinking of it. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. What was it? Damn it. Oh, October Sky. Yep. That one makes me cry every time. Boy and his relationship with his father. That one makes me cry. Uh, what else? That's all I can think of at the moment. Oh, 310 to Yuma. That one will make me cry too. Another one, Boy and his father. <gasps> Do I have issues? Is there something there? Do I need to dig down deep and look at that? Uh, 310 to Yuma. That's a good Western. Good Westerns are hard to find. Very hard to find. It's like trying to find a good ice cream place. It's really hard to find. Right? There's a lot of mediocre Baskin Robbins. No. Uh, yeah. What else is hard to find? There's some other things that are hard to find because I'm always looking for them. Like, where is the world's best milkshake? There isn't one. By the way, great ice cream, McConnell's. Santa Barbara, worth the road trip. You know what I just remembered? That my dog, the other day, God bless her, was walking. It was cold out. I had my hands in my pockets. Uh, and then the leash was around my arm. And the, this dog pulls like she's a sled dog. But there was slack in the rope. I thought she was acting normally. She decided to run, and when she took off, because I had both my arms in my pockets, she pulled my arms forward, and I ripped both the pockets in my black leather jacket. It's like a dress black jacket. Leather. Did I mention that? Yeah, ruined. Ripped both the pockets wide open. So, I've got to try and get that repaired. That was a fun moment. Don't you love those kind of moments where you're just like, oh, it's a nice evening. We're going to go and have a nice dinner and, oh, shit. Why'd you go and do that, dog? Damn it. I'm not that guy, though. I don't like, I, I wasn't yelling and screaming. I was just like looking at the dog going, really? 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 Like a lunatic. No, I'm just kidding. But I, I, I do believe I just went, really? And then began to cry and let the tears gently Roll down my face and drip off my chin. Recently got the electric car. The electric car. <laughs> the electric guitar out of storage where it's been collecting dust. I think the guitar is like 17 years old or something now. And I still do not know how to play it. I haven't been playing it that long. I got it. I tried to make some sounds on it with an amp for about uh, four months or something. Never tried to actually get lessons or anything. I think I got a tablature book, and it was all like reading hieroglyphics, so I never figured that one out. But recently I said, you know what, I want to try and learn again. So I went and got the guitar out of storage, bought some lessons online. It was a good deal at the time. And actually, the guy's a really good instructor. I don't remember his, his first name's Andreas or something. Um, and he's a good instructor, like... Um, I've learned a few things in the short time, and uh, I feel more comfortable, like, hey, I can maybe do this. 
And in fact, uh, recently learned my first song, Smoke on the Water. Yeah, it's a hard one. Uh, it's not that hard. So I encourage you, if you are you put the guitar down, you're like, you never learned a song, learn Smoke on the Water. Look it up. YouTube, YouTube you can learn it. Uh, and the way it sounds in my head now is 0356530, something like that, or the frets on the guitar. Um, which, by the way, is how you read tablature now. Those little numbers, that's the number of the fret. I didn't know that before. So I thought I'd share that. Now, hey, look at me. I'm teaching people how to play guitar. Um, so yeah, I encourage you. Do it again. Pick it up. Do it. Um, why do I keep doing um? It reminds me if you've ever seen that movie, The uh, Office Space. The boss. Um, yeah. We're going to need you to move. Um is not a good one. And I seem to be doing it on this when I'm trying to like search I'm, I'm what it is is i'm walking around in my brain like it's an old dusty attic and like kicking things around and shoving them around and moving things off the floor and is this is this where i hid that uh what's in this closet oh wow <laughs> don't go in there um really need to do really needs to do some cleaning in here need to do some sweeping like this is a mess and it, your brain is dirty but it's also like actually dirty there's like cobwebs and like some of the stuff you're keeping in here has this been in here from like your childhood mad magazine really we're saving that can't we just throw it away and what is this over here this is ugly <laughs> i'm laughing because of the ladies she said my work was ugly <laughs> well one piece she didn't see the rest of it in my defense she only saw the one piece and my that piece is ugly I'll agree. What is in this filing cabinet? Is this all porn? <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine the inventory sheet, what that would look like of your brain? The glorious stuff that you're keeping in there, that you're, you're saving. Actually, I'd like to see the men's version and the ladies' version. Like, I know my girlfriend's version would be, there would be boxes and boxes and boxes of jewelry imagery of jewelry just rose gold this and diamond that uh mine would be uh, crappy little illustrations or whatever mad magazine piles or uh, wacky packages or something like that ed roth would, i'm sure a lot of his illustrations would be in my head or not ed roth actually robert williams i believe was the actual real artist ed roth the uh, only had his name on one image, and that was, uh, what was that, Ratfink. The rest were done by artists hired by Roth. You didn't know that, did you? Uh, nor did you care. See, that's the service I'm providing here. Like a lot of people think George Barris designed the monkey mobile. He didn't. He didn't do it. It wasn't him. No, it was Dean Jeffries. Dean Jeffries did the monkey mobile. Not George Barris. And I, I can't stand. George Barris has his name on it. It's on the side of his building. If you drive up to his building in Burbank, the monkey mobile is on the building. He did not do it. It's Dean Jeffries. But George Barris, he made a lot of cool stuff, though. The Batmobile, arguably one of the best. The Munster Coach from the Munster Show. Yep, he did that one. Uh, what else? He did one other one. I think it was a la carte. 
Alucard was pretty cool. I believe it won World's Most Beautiful Roadster at one time. But so did Dean Jeffries' Manta Ray, I believe. Manta Ray was a cool car. And for people that don't know cars or don't know about custom cars, this is boring. Can we move on? Because I don't want to hear this crap. I think that boring might have just like some dogs just went, huh? Because it was so high. Sorry, I apologize for that. I will try and watch the peaks and valleys as I do this podcast. Oh, we're nearing the top. I better bring it down. Down here. I was just discussing music the other day with my beloved loved one, Angela. And we were talking about, like, I remember music when it first was coming out. Holy crap. I just said when music was coming out. (laughs) Back in the heyday, I remember when music was coming out. Uh, When music was coming out. Whoa, that was crazy. Let's put it this way. When music, when I was discovering music, and music was new to me. (laughs) Not when music was first discovered in the world. When the guy's like shoveling (laughs) around the pyramids, and then he hit it and went, Whoa, what's this? Noise coming out of the ground. New from KTEL Records. Pharaoh's Hits. I fought the robe and the robe one, or other hits like Sand Keeps Getting in the Sandals. And out here I'm getting tired of looking at camels. <laughs> okay, let's, so let's continue on with the madness now that I've paused that. Let's continue where I was at in mid thought before. We now return to your regular s- scheduled programming. In fact, a lot of rock music I listened to on my friend's uh, Walkman. We were not allowed rock music in our home. Uh, Our home was very strict on music and was not allowed rock music. I had to sneak it in. In fact, uh, I think the two albums, the first two albums I bought were Scorpion's Blackout, which, by the way, roller skating to that back in the day, speed skate, everybody out there, to Blackout. Blackout! You know, I really had a blackout. It goes exactly like that. Exactly. You were like, whoa, did he just play a clip from the record? Yep, uh, record. Here we go. Back in the way back time machine. Record. What is that? It was a round, hard piece of plastic. And if it got all scratched up, it sounded like this. Um, Scorpion's Blackout. That was a cool album cover. The guy was all bandaged up. And he had two forks. In each eyeball. How cool is that? And then I had Journey captured because of hopelessly in love. I'm hopelessly in love. I'm hopelessly in love with you. I think, was that the song that was on that? I don't even remember. No, it was The Party's Over. That's why I got Journey captured. The party is over. I think that's the words. You didn't know that this was a music show, did you? Next, we're going to break out into Oklahoma. I don't know that one, sorry. Uh, Another album I bought was Michael Jackson's Beat It, which in the rock and roll realm, I guess there's a lot of actually people in rock that actually had that album, but I remember I bought that album. I was like hiding under my jacket. I'm into rock and roll, but this Beat It thing is kind of cool. The guy in the glove thing dancing around. Did you see that moonwalk? That was kind of cool. Everybody remembers that moment if you're old enough, right? What was that, the Grammys? And he did the moonwalk. (gasps) He did it. He did the moonwalk. It was like he was floating across the stage. 
Can you hear that in the background? Some good stuff. That's the kind of song where you just want to go into a fine restaurant and like run around and knock trays over and slap the china out of people's hands while they're eating their broccoli. That is the Hollywood Vampires. The song is Bad As I Am, I believe. It's a, the band with uh, Johnny Depp, Alice Cooper, and Joe Perry of Aerosmith. Not, I'm not always like a big Alice Cooper fan, but that song, I love the guitar riff in it. I love all the guitar playing. Joe Perry, he looks like a maniac while he's playing that. They have some live videos on YouTube of them playing that song, and he just looks crazy. Uh, I would love to be able to play like that. Someday, hopefully, I will if I stick with it. Um, and surprisingly, uh, Johnny Depp's a really good guitar player from what I've seen. Um, yeah, he looks like he knows his way around an axe. And I have a new appreciation for those who can play and not look at their fingers um, while they play. And even if they can... Even if they're looking at their fingers, just that they can play so fast and move. It's, I have a new appreciation for that. Especially if you watch me play like Smoke on the Water, like Sloth going down the neck, like a, a sloth going down a tree trunk, is how fast my hands move on the fretboard up and down. And the Hollywood Vampires, too. I didn't realize they had such an interesting backstory. I guess Alice Cooper in the 70s, he formed it with like a bunch of other celebrities as like a drinking club. And um, the people that were in it was what was funny. It was Alice Cooper, Keith Moon, Ringo Starr, Mickey Dolenz, like of the monkeys. I was like, what? And Harry Nilsson. I'm not sure who that dude is. They even said like John Lennon would come in and perform with them. I was like, wow, that's crazy. And while we're on the subject of music, um, for people who love really good guitarists, um, you may know this name. If you don't, it's one you definitely need to look up. His name is John Five. He's been in a lot of um, kind of like heavy metal bands. With He was in Marilyn Manson's band. Now he's in Rob Zombie's band. So not a lot of people will know him um, for those unless you're into that type of music. Uh, but for pure guitarists that like guitar players, you need to look this guy up. The way he plays is phenomenal. And the amount of different music styles that he can play and then blend together in a song, uh, it's crazy. It's probably the most creative guitarist um, I've ever seen. I mean, Eddie Van Halen was always my favorite guitarist. And this guy, I think, can really give him a, a run for his money with the amount of different sounds he can get out of the guitar without using effects or pedal boxes or whatever. Um, and he really has like a really impressive creative like guitar collection. Like he has like a lava lamp guitar that lights up and it's some really cool stuff. And when you look at this guy, it's funny to hear him talk about his influence because his influence growing up was hee-haw. And he does not look like a hee-haw guy at all. He does not look like a cowpoke or a hick. He looks like a heavy metal artist. He's also into that like old monster culture, so Frankenstein, Dracula, that kind of stuff. And his band is called uh, John Five in the Monsters. And in fact, one of their videos, they all dressed up like the old Planet of the Apes. Um, it was really cool. Whoops. Uh, quick side note. It's actually John Five and the Creatures. But Eddie Van Halen, you're still my favorite artist. Uh, just want to make that footnote in case 
you're ever listening to this, you're still my favorite artist. Um, nobody has the iconic black, you know, red and white guitar, right? I mean, the amount of things this guy came up with. That pattern alone, the way he played, you know, the neck tapping and everything else he came up with. Um, guy was a genius. And I keep waiting. Like, when's uh, Wolfie's, Wolfgang, when's his album coming out? I've seen little clips, and that guy, man, he can play everything. Playing drums, he's playing bass. I guess he's playing everything on the album. I don't know if he's going to be singing, I guess, but uh, I'm really looking forward to hearing what he's going to put out. Um, what a phenomenal little uh, musician kid, huh? Well, I guess he's not little anymore. And then um, for any Motley Crue fans, uh, Mick Mars, when's uh, his stuff coming out? I'm interested to hear his guitar playing. What? I'm not sure if it's going to be like a band or is he doing just musical or what, but... Uh, that should be interesting to hear as well. And then for the non-fans of those, you're like, huh? What? Who? What bands? I remember when I moved out here in 1984, um, we went, this girl, well, I won't say her name on the on this, but uh, she had, uh, they had extra tickets to Iron Maiden. And I was like, Iron Maiden? What? I, I mean, I knew Iron Maiden, but it wasn't like a band I would really think of going and seeing back then it wasn't like my favorite band like van halen that kind of stuff so uh, we went to this and it was somewhere out in san bernardino and i remember um who was it twisted sister was opening for them and you know we're in there and it's this hot theater and as soon as the band started tuning up i remember everybody rushed the stage and we were towards the front i got pinned to the front like facing the wrong way and the speaker blasting in my head, and I'm just looking at this guy in front of me. I'm like screaming at him, like, move so I can turn around and watch too, you moron. But um, that show forever made me a fan of Iron Maiden. This is probably the best rock show I've ever seen in my life. Every song had like a different um, setting. Uh, was, the theme uh, was like Egyptian. For those who aren't familiar with Iron Maiden and Power Slave album, it was Egyptian themed. So each song had a different uh, setting. Um, and what was really cool, too, is they had, like, runners that ran down both sides of the stage that came out. They were one of the, one of the first bands that really tried to bring people, you know, in the back of the audience, made them feel like they had front row seats. They had these big runners that went down on both sides that they could reach people, you know, people in the back could see them better. And then the amount of fire that was coming off of the stage, and it was really impressive. There's a lot of money in that tour. And uh, it was really, really cool. And uh, they had this, their mascots, like the skeleton character, his name's Eddie. And they have this big Egyptian head at the end of the concert that would split open. It was Eddie's head, and there was this big, big giant uh, three-dimensional puppet, um, skeleton puppet. And this arena was small, so it only showed his head. But when I saw them in Long Beach, the, the whole upper torso would come out, and he had these skeleton arms that would reach over the stage. It's really, really impressive, especially when I'd never been to a concert like that, and my head was kind of exploding. And um, speaking of good concerts, for the other direction, Coldplay. Went and saw Coldplay in San Diego. My girlfriend has really become a fan. I turned her on to Coldplay. She's really become like a crazy fan of Coldplay and a crazy fan of Golden Retrievers. I also turned her on to those. 
uh, when we first met, I was really dog crazy. And always, look at that dog. How cute that dog is. And she was like, wow, what's up with this guy? But now that she's got a golden retriever, her life has become other golden retrievers on Instagram and wherever else. And uh, by the way, if you want to see a really cute golden retriever, I highly recommend mine. And you can find her on Instagram at Amber's Golden Journey. Yes, Amber's Golden Journey. And while I'm plugging, if you would like to see some of my artwork, please head over to customgraffiti.com. I'm always accepting money in exchange for some of my pictures, too. Like if you see something you like on there. And if you don't see something you like on there, I can draw something for you. And hopefully you'll like that. So I do custom commissions. And I also do pictures of people's hot rods, if you would like that. Or have an uncle and you would like his card drawn for him as a gift or something, Father's Day. I highly recommend that. That's such a great personal gift. So anyways, customgraffiti.com. And now back to Coldplay. So Coldplay, when we got there, they had like these little things sitting on you know, each armrest. And they looked like a watch. And uh, like, okay, what is this? But it was really cool the way it uh, you put it on and then it would light up um, to different songs. It would change colors to different songs. And uh, it just it really was cool looking when you look at that entire audience, all the colors and, you know, people jumping up and down and then changing to each song. It was really a neat way to get people interactive with the music. And it was it was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. But uh, it was a perfect night. It was uh Beautiful night at Qualcomm Stadium in San Diego. And by the way, I love that stadium. It's sad that the Chargers are now playing in Los Angeles because I liked going down there and seeing Miami come to town because it ended up being a home game for Miami in San Diego at Qualcomm. And we beat their butts almost every single time. So it was a lot of fun. And now I'm going to miss that because I don't really want to drive to L.A. to see a football game, nor do I want to pay $200 to go see a football game uh, in the new stadium. And $200 is probably going to be the nosebleed price, right? they got to pay that thing off. It's going to be like a couple billion dollars or something. And it's just not going to be the same. Qualcomm, uh, I love that stadium. It's a good stadium to see a game in. It's got a lot of good history. The Murph, right? That's uh, Qualcomm. It's the Murph. I'm really craving garbage today. Like I want a vanilla shake really bad. Whenever it's cold, it's not cold today though, so that's not the excuse, but whenever it's cold, why does ice cream sound good? But today, a vanilla shake or chocolate shake, that sounds pretty, sounds in order. And that's actually the last thing I should be thinking about eating, because I think I've had In-N-Out for like the last three days in a row. That is the worst thing to be putting your body on one day, let alone three days in a row. That's, that's nuts. I don't know if any of you guys watch Silicon Valley, uh, that show on HBO, but man, some pretty funny parts in there from time to time. Yesterday, it just hit me right. I, I may watch this episode again and not find it as funny. Uh, it's strange how that happens. But yesterday, it was episode two, I think, of this fifth season. And I was laughing so hard at this one point that I thought I was going to pass out. I stood up. I thought I was going to black out for a second. And you go, wow, did I almost just black out from laughing? Or um, you know, do I need to be concerned? Um, and then uh, Westworld Season 2 is coming back. That's a good show on HBO. I didn't really get into the Game of Thrones thing. Um, but Westworld, I've loved that since I was a kid. That movie from the 70s had me hooked back then. And I always kept thinking, like, how come nobody has made that, remade that? 
And I kept thinking there was somehow I could buy the rights and get it done back in the day. But um, yeah, it's a, I really like the way they've done that show, and I'm excited to see where season two is going to go. Speaking of shows, Ozark on Netflix, that one's really good too. I thoroughly enjoyed that. It's kind of a different role for the main actor in that. I can't think of his name. He was in Arrested Development and those type of movies, usually in comedies. So it was kind of interesting to see him take on this role. That was really, it's a good show. What's his, his name? Jason Bateman or something like that. Okay, so this has probably been enough for today. So let's go ahead and run uh, the commercial bumpers and get out of here. Hello there, I'm Dr. Gleba, proctologist. I'm out here at the medical group, You Bet Your Arse. And this week we have a Groupon special. It's entitled Shits and Giggles. Be sure to look for it. It's a two-for-one, so bring a friend and a free laughing gas to the first ten people that take advantage of this great offer. All right, we're done here. That's all the shiza I have for you today. Time to click over to that uh, baking podcast and see how to make that perfect muffin. As always, thank you guys for supporting this podcast. I really appreciate it. If you'd like to see some of my original artwork, please visit customgraffiti.com. I do custom commission pieces as well if you'd like something created. And I apologize for those who were forced to listen to this against their will. See ya! <laughs>